name a vegetable that starts with a G. Like we're there. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Yeah, a vegetable. The the vegetable <laughs> name grapefruit. Absolutely. Can, can can you name a vegetable that starts with a G, sir? No, I can't. I just realized I picked a bad <laughs> letter. Ganache. What is happening? <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode four of Rank You Next. Back again, new tier list. We're gonna do. We're gonna move into our fourth bin of tiering. We're gonna do sports and leisure today. I'm your host Sorio. I'm joined by Nick and Kyle. I'm still very sweaty, so it's a very uncomfortable time to be in my home because I can't open the window. I cannot turn on the air conditioner because otherwise, that's all we're gonna hear. How are you guys doing? Feeling good? Any adult beverages today, by the way? No, I had a hard day at work. I've got a Propel and a, and a regular water. We all we love Propel. If they want to give us a sponsorship, we would be more than happy. I'm drinking just some regular water. I'm also drinking regular water. Look at us. We are hydrated. We support hydration on this show. We're going to do board games today. Did I say that? I don't remember. We're going to do board games today. Uh, we picked 21 board games to rank on a tier list. Before we do that, I have some stuff to talk about that happened today that I've, I've started to save stuff for the show because um, I think that that's just how we're, I'm going to share everything that happens in my life now. Today, I was at the gas station. Maybe not today. Maybe it was yesterday. I was at the gas station because I frequent the gas station because that's where I get drinks that are not good for me. Uh, without committing to like a 12 pack of soda or energy drinks or whatever. Uh, and the, the kid in front of me, scrawny kid, got two Red Bulls, two Dr. Peppers, uh, one Monster, and one large size Gatorade and a bag of Takis. And I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen to that kid. Maybe he's ranking the different drinks. But he got two of the same flavor of Red Bull, and he got one monster. And my question is, are people, like, if you drink an energy drink, are you not brand loyal, usually? That's you a guys, good question. Do you so, guys so drink? I, I drink energy drinks every once in a while, maybe once a month. I'll put one in my fridge just in case I need caffeine during, like, a, a hard day at work. And I don't want to, I'm out of coffee or something like that. Mm. But I normally try whatever new flavor there is. I, I do that for sure. But I will, I will not drink Monster. Monster is absolute garbage. I'm Red Bull loyal. I, I had a Monster one time and it absolutely killed me. Like I felt terrible. Like I might have had a temporary bout of diabetes. Like I think if you drink a monster, <laughs> you probably get diabetes, and then you automatically get a download of every My Chemical Romance CD. Okay, uh, I am also Red Bull loyal, but I don't. Do they not have cranberry Red Bull anymore? No, they do. It's in the red can. No, that's watermelon. The red edition is watermelon. Wait, did they get they got rid of the cranberry? I think so because it's, I think that was the best flavor. <laughs> I also think that was the best flavor. They had a winter plum one that was pretty good. I do like the winter plum. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a Red Bull probably at some point in one of these tier lists, maybe in like 2023. Yeah, only if they sponsor us. Until then, we don't. If they we don't, sponsor, we don't even us. like Red Bull. We don't like them until they sponsor us. Okay, so I think here's where we're at. I believe there's a red edition and there's a summer edition. The summer edition is Red Bull. There is the watermelon, and then the red edition is the cranberry. Do they sell it, though, currently? Because I have not seen it at any location. Uh, As a man who frequents gas stations. Let me see if Walgreens will let me pick it up. Yeah, Kyle and I will do some investigative research, and we'll come back uh, next week. With Red Bulls? Yes. <laughs> we'll go to a couple different stores and see what's going on. That's more effort than I thought you were going to. Kyle is not committing to this effort at all. I'm, I'm committing. It's like they're out of stock on Amazon of Cranberry Red Bull. So maybe they uh, did kill it. 
I think they might have killed it, and I'm depressed about it. That's sad. I had a blueberry Red Bull today. How was, How was that? Fine. That's like the blue edition. That's the basic yeah. basic boy blue. I switched to sugar-free, so I become less fat. I don't like the sugar-free at all. I have to finish it before it comes flat is my thing. Because when it comes becomes flat, it's terrible. I actually I like the taste of regular the not regular Red Bull, but flavored Red Bulls. I like the coconut one. I like the tropical one. I like the peach one. And I just uh, there's a dragon fruit one. Ooh. That's pretty okay. I've actually I've, just I've, tried that one. Yeah, I realize okay. I'm just killing content for us. Uh, okay. So that's just something that happened. I think that kid might die. I don't know. Maybe uh, I hope he's die. okay. I hope he's okay. I, I was just more concerned, not that he was going to drink it all in a row, but that he's buying Red Bull and Monster at the same time. That was what was concerning. Like, I hope there's someone else involved. I hope that he's taking the Monster to someone else or taking the Red Bull to someone else. Because if he's going to drink the Red Bull and the Monster, he's that concerns to. me. That seems like a serial killer trait to me. You know, you know, was it Jamie Vardy, who is a soccer player on Leicester City? Before every game, I heard he drinks a glass of red wine and then three Red Bulls. Yeah, okay. I'm with That's it. a weird combination yeah, to do before every game. So what I did is when I used to play soccer is I drank one Red Bull once right before a game. Um, and three shots. No, just one Red Bull. And my heart was pumping way too fast. I think it's extremely dangerous. So we don't recommend that you do that on this show. I think a lot of athletes take energy drinks and stuff. Like I know hockey players drink energy drinks between periods regularly. With real? Oh, for sure. They definitely do. Is it, do they have a, is there Canadian energy drink that's specific to Canada? I'm sure there are. Again, we want to shout out all of our fans in Canada, specifically from the Toronto and the Edmonton areas. We appreciate your support and we love your country. Thanks, Nick. Thank you for pandering. All right, let's get into it here. Okay, we're going to do some games. We're going to learn how to play some of these games because we, in our pre-show meeting, we learned that none of us have played at least one of these games. Uh, we picked 21 games in kind of a combination of these are very popular games and these are like popular for adults. There was some like children's games that we kind of just got rid of uh, like Candyland will not be appearing today. Like operation will not be appearing today just because I think that these are games that tomorrow, if we were going to all play a board game, these would be in the conversation. Yeah, like Surio's not fiending to play some shoots and ladders. Yeah, which was definitely one that was on the shortlist. And I haven't played shoots and ladders since maybe 2002. So, I, mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever played shoots and ladders. The concept is very simple. I, I know the concept. <laughs> There's no skill involved, unless you're a very good dice roller. Uh, so, there we go. So, we're going to start. I don't really know what order this is in, uh, but we're going to start with backgammon, which is a weird place to start because it's a bad place to start because I've never played backgammon. I've played backgammon in my youth. I don't know the rules. Okay. It kept me entertained for at least a couple hours. And for that reason, it's a C. So I've never played backgammon, but it looks extremely confusing. And the only thing I know about it is that it traces back to ancient times in Mesopotamia. Okay, I have I have Googled a short rules thing, so we're going to learn together. Backgammon is a game for two players played on a board consisting of 24 narrow triangles, which are called points. Uh, quadrants are referred to as a player's home board. Great content. How do you win? Content. What's the goal? You the object your... of the game is to move all of your pieces into your home board and then bear them off, which I don't know what that means in English. So you roll some dice and then you move some crap until you win. This game looks dumb. 
So backgammon, I don't know if you guys get this impression. I feel like it's a very bougie game. I I think I feel like this is a game that you would play if you were a member of a country club or some sort of gentleman's club or like cigar club. You know what I mean? This is a game that came about before the advent of like the current board game. Yeah, for sure. This is one of those that that are in those like 12 in one the set set board games that nobody actually ended up playing this specific game like you'd always play like checkers instead like you buy like you get the 12 in one game you get the computerized version for your pc mm -hmm. from kb toys for five dollars right because no one is buying this cd yeah for their windows 98 but i definitely think that people that care about backgammon are like super into it and they probably have like those artisan carved boards and all that stuff I ranked it low partially because I haven't played it, but also because of that experience of never playing it. Despite I definitely at my parents' house have a backgammon. It definitely is a, a physical board that came with it's. It might even be on the underside of the chess and checkerboard yeah, in that big group is. set. Yeah, that's. But we never played it growing up, not even one time. So I'm going to put it as a D because I I just never decided that it was good enough to play. So I also it as put it as a D. Well, I guess it's going down in the D. It's going down in the D. Uh, let's go to uh, the second game we have here is Battleship, which I think is a super dumb game. I mean, I have it as a C. I The concept is there. And like you can play it like once and it can be fun. But like I feel like it just it's not super repeatable and like in a game where it's so easy to cheat, mm-hmm. it loses kind of its, I flunked this game. Did you? Wow. Mm-hmm. I also put it in as a C. So I put it as a C. I think Kyle made a very good point. That's very easy to peek onto other people's boards. I remember playing this with a lot of my friends as a, as a young child and everyone always puts at least one ship in a corner. So all you have to do is pick the four corners and then you're going to, you're going to get someone out right away, which is one thing. And, uh, but I also played a similar version and in school where uh, you modify it. So if someone hits your ship, you have to take it like a a sip of beer or something like that. Yeah. Battle shots. Battle shots. Yeah. Battle battle shots. shots. Yeah. Which maybe is the saving grace for a game like this that you can turn it into an actual exciting game which just by exciting i mean that you just have some booze and but here's the thing it's still not exciting because it's a smaller at the times i played it was a smaller board and you had one or two ships and you're just drinking a lot of alcohol in a short period of time which is never a great idea it's one of those excuse drinking games like you're the whole purpose of the game is it's just to be drinking yeah. yeah yeah so which and and again, which is there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you're trying to do. But there's probably better games to play in that context that are actually not terrible. Yeah, like a like a like a, a slap cup type game, boom cup, yeah, boom cup, yeah. Which is way more fun, way faster, and there's more drinking and there's there's equally quick drinking. Uh, okay, I could put it as a D. I'm okay with a D. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. That's fine. Okay. Uh, the next game that I have on this template is this might be collectively one of our favorite games uh, is Catan. And I know Kyle is a is a Catan enthusiast. I have quite a few Catans. Or Catans. He has many versions. I have zero versions of the game and that's just because I haven't committed to the cost because it's pretty expensive. It's $50. Yes, they are not cheap. Uh, but I do enjoy the game a lot. We played a the a new version that we hadn't played before, the the Settlers Across America. That was actually I, which I, was I, somewhere between fun and mediocre. I haven't I haven't settled on how I felt about it. It was like pretty good, but I don't know if I would. I I think the regular game with some of the expansions, like the basic expansions, might just be better. I played Cities and Knights for the first time. Uh, a couple of maybe like two months ago. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, I have not played Seafarers actually, which I think is a game, which is kind of an ex- expansion that people should just have. I do have it. 
I also have Explorers and Pirates. And Cities and Knights and Seafarers. So uh, I have this is an S tier game to me. Same. Yes. I mean S tier. Okay. I, I knew that I kind of knew that was gonna happen. We're always gonna lean towards that because I think we like strategy games. Um, we definitely collectively like games like this. Here, as a group, I think we we played together actually with one of our other friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah I know. Originally, when I when I first played, I think it was with you, Kyle. I'm like, man, this game doesn't seem fun. It sounds like pretty nerdy, and it was amazing. Nick, okay, uh, that's because going in, it seemed like you had the attention span of a goldfish. I still <laughs> have the attention span of a goldfish. Sleep, you get sleepy. Sleepy. <laughs> I definitely have a, a focus problem. um but yeah it's the the only downside to the game is the cost and the um the fact that there's so many things that you have to buy to get more people involved like you have to pay again to get the five and six player expansion you have to pay for seafarers and then i think you have to pay again don't you have to pay again for the seafarers five and six players yes this is why i only have three friends right yeah so this is (laughs) so if you have a lot of friends this is not the game for you but if you have it like a, a board game playing group, I think this is kind of a staple that any board game enthusiast with, who does like board game nights and like has a close knit friend group, I think it's a staple. Uh, yeah. the, and the online, but the online version is really bad too. I know we've tried to do that a couple times and it just has not panned out because their servers are really bad. And it's an That's easy game get. to pick up too. It's very easy. To yeah, learn. I don't think it's tough. People talk about how it's. I think it's one of those. It's one of the easy to learn, hard to master type games. Yeah, the concepts are simple, but it, the the strategies and techniques are. Uh, and it has surprising amount of replayability for a game that's, like, again, pretty straightforward in that way, just because of how how many ways you can lay out the the board. And and each little expansion thing comes with like three different or three or four different scenarios that you can yep. keep the game fresh with. Yep. We've got two very, very classic games coming up in a row. We're going to start with Checkers, which is definitely a game that had a lot more luster in 1999 to me than it does in 2021 because it's a super, super simple game. And I don't really like Checkers. Like, I would never willingly play Checkers today. No, I don't think I would either. I have it as a C just because it's one of the classics and, like, I think everybody plays checkers in like grade school. Like it's a good starter kind of entry point to get your kid into like games like this. Mm-hmm. Nick? Yeah. Good, good gateway into, into strategy games, but um, yeah, checkers sucks, man. Okay. Like one, once you get past the age of like 10, it's not very fun. Yeah, I wonder really if they have, if they still have, they probably have national checkers championships and stuff. Like I'm that. sure they do. But I mean, but, I'm pretty sure that this is one of those games where if you play perfectly, you're guaranteed a draw. Like it's it's not a very difficult game because all the pieces have limited movements. To me, it's it's chess light. It's like starter chess. It's like before you buy the full version of the game. Yeah. You yeah. Checkers. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I put it as a D. I also put it as a D. Well. Because we're throwing in a D. We got three D games so far. Look at us. Uh, we're going to go to chess heavy now because we just finished chess light and we'll just go actual chess. What do you guys think? I have it as a B. Chess is a great game. It's a great mental exercise. Some people are very, very good at it. You always hear about these stories. Like if you go to New York City, you go to any of the parks and you just play these grandmasters. We're just chilling out, having a good time. But the craziest thing about chess right now is they actually have chess influencers. So there is one woman who's on Instagram. I believe her name is Alex. And she streams chess games on Twitch full time. And she's making a very good salary from that. And I didn't know you could be an influencer for chess. I think chess really, well, chess has really picked up uh, people are more excited about chess now once again because of the Queen's Gambit show on Netflix. People like suddenly are into learning how to be good at chess. Uh, I think that there's so much uh, nuance to chess. There's so many different strategies. There's like there's it's so hard to become an uh, an incredible chess player. I watched a video 
uh, we're just plugging other human beings on this. Uh, there's a Try Guys video, and the Try Guys, many people in our in our audience may know who they are. Uh, they did a like a four v one against a chess master who is also a, a YouTube musician. His name is Kurt Schneider, and he's a, he's a chess master as well. And he played four of them at the same time blindfolded. So he just memorized four boards and every single move. And I think that ability to have that photographic memory is so incredible and something that's unique to a game like chess, which is also conceptually not that complicated. You got a few different piece types. They move in different ways, but there's so many, there's so many different combinations of chess games uh, that I think just on the basis of the, uh, like just the world of chess, I think it has to be at least an A tier game. Ever as a B tier. I'm actually aligned with moving it to an A. Uh, and two fun facts: they have a musical that was written called Chess, mm-hmm. which has one of my favorite songs called "One Night in Bangkok," that you guys should definitely check out. And the Wu Tang Clan, who is one of my favorite hip hop groups, has a song called "The Mystery of Chess Boxing." And uh, the producer of their group, the RZA, is also a big chess fan. Can I give you another fun fact? Yes. Because this is something they said in Queen's Gambit, and I just had to go make sure that I was right. There are more possible iterations of chess games than there are atoms in the observable universe. This value is known as the Shannon number, represents all possible move variations in the game of chess. It's estimated to be between 10 to the power 111 and 10 to the power 123. By comparison, there are 10 to the 81 atoms that make up the known universe. I mean, that in itself is such like a a jaw-dropping statistic about chess. And every time you sit down to play a game of chess, you might be like putting together a combo that nobody that that hasn't necessarily been seen. Yeah, that's exciting. And and it's it's uh one of those games kind of like tennis where you can always find someone at your skill level, right? Mm-hmm. So so even if people never played before, they can go out and play with someone else and, and just have fun and get better without feeling like they have to go whoop somebody's ass. I'm I'm just kind of generally in awe of chess. I'm not a great chess player. I'm I know general I like I will be competitive against like an average player or like a slightly below average player. I may I'm a recreational chess player, but I'm not practiced and I don't play because people before this Queen's Gambit show, I don't think people were very excited about chess unless they were in the chess world. So that's the only thing dragging it down. But I think it has to be an A just based on the uh, the history behind the game too. Cool. Cool. I, I agree. And I would not be opposed if we decide later to move it to an S because I think it's just because it is it is the most popular board game in the world for sure. Okay, we're going to do Clue. I think Clue's underrated. I played Clue recently, uh, and I like re- now remember it being like way more fun than, I, than it was. Maybe we were stupid and we played it wrong when we were kids. I but like everyone plays Clue, Clue wrong at first. Like Nobody really knows how you play Clue as like a 10-year-old. But it's like pretty fun. It's pretty interesting. So uh, I rank Clue as a B. I also have clues to be. I also have clues to be. Quality board game. And my question to each of you is who is your favorite character? Okay. Uh, I like uh, Professor Plum, I think is my favorite, or Blanche White. Who? Mrs. White. Blanche White. I I think it's Blanche. Yeah, that's her first name, is Blanche. That's her first name? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know that. Uh, Reverend John Green. Josephine Scarlet, Patricia Peacock, Peter Plum, uh, and I forgot Mustard's name. Do you actually uh, know these, or are you just reading? No, them? I no, I'm saying that I know them. Okay. Uh, we also, I also had a really cool version of Clue growing up because there's like so many different uh, like iterations and releases of the game uh, that had actually little figurines and not just like the colored uh, marker, colored pieces. It had like little figurines of each of them, and that was pretty cool. And that's how I know the names, because there's like little dossiers in the box. Uh, there's also a very uh, popular cult classic movie, Clue, came out in the 80s. True. And it's such a goofy, weird movie. I watched it for the first time 
just just recently and it's like super weird and and kind of slapsticky and so i get why people are into it but it's it's one of those like what the fuck am i what is what are who is what's happening it's a total what's happening moment so we can confirm based on some research that in clue master detective his full name is algernon mustard okay which reminds me of that book flowers for algernon which is incredibly Mm -hmm. sad yes okay there you go um and so we're gonna go with clue as a and the tier maker with the b tier yeah it's just it's a good game yeah nothing wrong. i would definitely play clue if people were like do you want to play clue yeah yeah let's do let's clue it's fine would you play Seinfeld Clue? Because we have Seinfeld Clue at the house. I guess, but I, as you know, I don't know anything about Seinfeld. Not that that matters for the actual game, but uh, unless it matters, then we're then I'm fucked. I didn't think it mattered. We played once. I don't. Remember. It doesn't seem like it should matter because it's just. I feel like they just uh, rebrand it to to make money. That's how they do with um, with like Monopoly, yeah. which we're gonna do right now just because I brought it up. And transitions are cool. Get on my segue. Monopoly. D. F. F. All right, that's fine. I hate Monopoly. I think it's such a stupid game. It takes way too long. I want to say, Kyle, I don't know if you were there, but we, we, have a, we have a friend. One sleepover birthday party, we played Monopoly for five hours, and we still weren't done. I'm glad and we I had to just there. stop the game. Um, but as a child, I didn't have the regular Monopoly. Um, I was obsessed with NASCAR. So okay. I had NASCAR Monopoly. So the um, the parts or the spaces that are normally Park Place and Boardwalk were Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff yeah. Gordon. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, we had, uh, my sister and I uh, had the SpongeBob Monopoly. Uh, so like the, the Boardwalk place was the Krusty Krab. And then the, the cheapest place was the Chum Bucket, I think. <laughs> and that's pretty that's Perfect. pretty funny yeah i like the concept of monopoly but i don't like the that you have to actually own all three to buy anything like that that makes it annoying because then somebody's just not going to sell yeah and especially if you like have like a specific vendetta against that person like i'm definitely not going to sell it to you and then it's a whole thing and then, uh, so we actually used, we played it different. We played it that you didn't have to have all three and have the Monopoly to actually buy stuff on your properties. Yeah, but that's like the problem with Monopoly. If you have to mend the rules to make it better. Yeah, it's not a good game. I don't think it's a good game. I think the I new really version don't. too, I think that you don't even have cash. I think you Yeah, they have credit, the you have credit cards now, yeah. Yeah, geez. yeah, you got credit cards now. And, they, and I, that's like totally a, that's a consumer, uh, that's a consumer capitalism game because they do, like just like the way that they keep releasing new versions of this game, just like with different. Like I think we also have Washingtonopoly, like Washington D.C. Monopoly. I don't know why we have that. I don't know who decided that that was a purchase that we needed to make as a family. You know, they probably have a fast food version of Monopoly. I'm too. sure they do. I, I, they bet, have... I bet. I bet. I bet Park Place is Long John Silver's. Oh my God! Shut up. It's called a callback. I understand what's happening, Nicholas. You just got full name. <laughs> okay so uh i think we're solidly an f i think that and i think people are not going to be happy with that i feel like monopoly has like a lot people are either like super into monopoly or they hate monopoly for the reasons that we said you know the only good redeeming quality about monopoly is mcdonald's has monopoly every year and you can win some free fries do they still do that that? no wait they stopped yeah no, they didn't. Okay, now it's in G tier. <laughs> Isn't there a documentary on Netflix about how yeah. it's not on Netflix? I think it was a um, on HBO. It was a scandal about how people were keeping the winning pieces. Yes, it's a very good one. There you go. Okay, uh, let's do Connect Four. What do we got on Connect Four? Oh wait, Monopoly's back. Okay, Monopoly is back at McDonald's. You heard it here first. But probably not. No, probably not. If you cared about it, you probably knew otherwise. We're moving to Connect Four. How do I we feel? I have it as an A. Oh, wow. I, I, I think it's a really fun game. 
The only thing about it is if you play with someone who's very, very good at it, you can pretty much draw every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the days when I was a young child, uh, Lego.com had a similar version of Connect 4 called the Brick Game. It was basically a knockoff. And I used to play on that all the time against random strangers on the internet. Um, and you couldn't you couldn't chat with people because, you know, it's like a, Lego's a, a kid's game. But they had these canned responses that you could say to other people and you could say things like oh you play this game like a girl or you play this okay. game like my or like my little brother and all this kind of stuff which definitely today would not be kosher so there are different phrases you could say to uh, intimidate and anger your opponent okay and it's it's fun it's a it's a good game and you can play a lot of games fast and moves pretty quickly so mm-hmm. kyle I would just see, like it's fun. But any game where if you get good enough at it, you literally can just play to a tie every time. Yeah, I, I think that's. I don't want to say a design flaw, but that has limited lifespan. the The thing that's cool about a game like this is you can make it a lot of different things. Like they had, they have like the giant Connect Four that we have at like the the drinking board game nights because there's like not that much thought that needs to go into it. Yeah. So like for adults that like don't want to commit to a game like, uh, you know, like a clue at a board game night or a Catan at a board game night, but they want to like have a have like a casual time and have a couple of drinks and stuff. Uh, I definitely met my last girlfriend uh, playing like we because we we went on the Connect Four board together and that was um, very cute. Also. We I recently this last week went to this football bowling place called First and Bowl, and they had a basketball connect for which added an actual thing of skill because you had to make the shot to get it into the connect four board. So that was uh, a lot of fun. And I like that aspect of it, too, that you can do like that kind of thing and it makes it kind of a a wrinkle on it. Uh, So I have it as a B. I think it's a solid game. And I think that's an A, a B, and a C. So I think we settle. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, Code names is next. Uh, Code names I think is a lot of fun. Code names works a lot better when you got like a, a, a connection with the person on your team, or the people on your team, so they can they can vibe with you. People that code names may be a game that not everyone knows. I realize that uh, code names for you guys have both played, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I played for the first time like two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, for the people who haven't played because I do think it's one of the more niche games that we have here. Uh, basically, you have one person who, uh, s- so you've got a board of words, and then two people, one for each team, are tasked as the like as the person that says words. So that you're supposed to say a word and say like tree three for example that means that your team has to has to guess up to three words that are associated with tree without guessing the other team's words so there's a lot there's some overlap it gets kind of sketchy sometimes it's tough to to figure out it's very hard oftentimes to figure out which word to use that won't like ruin your game Uh, and whoever uh, guesses all of their team's words first wins obviously that's the concept of games uh and i think it's a lot of fun i have it as an a game uh, i have it as a b but i and i would have no arguments if we wanted to make it an a. I think it's a yeah i also really have it as game. an a i think it's a really fun game uh okay we're gonna move to another classic game that weirdly i have never played dominoes i've never played sat there and act played actual dominoes i don't think i have either I think if the value of your game is that the most fun you can have doing it is just stacking them up and making them fall. I don't know if it's that good of a game. Um, that's not how you play dominoes, but that I guess that's one way you could play the dominoes. I play dominoes. It's a lot of fun. It's a good game to play if you're, you know, just hanging out with the family on a holiday or you're at a, or you're at a cookout or something like that. Uh, I gave it a B. Uh, Domino's is a game where people take it very seriously, so I get very heated. I gave it a C because I felt like I haven't played it before officially. I have seen a couple because actually at the last board game that we did, some one of the people is 
as you said, very into dominoes. So they got a dominoes game going. They seem to enjoy it a lot, but I, I, I feel like C is withholding judgment. I gave it a D, but I feel like C is probably appropriate. Are we cool with that? Yep. We are dominoes as a C. We're going to move to risk next. Which is another game that takes forever. Which is a which is a demerit to me. I I could understand why it would be a demerit. I ranked it as a C. Like it's definitely not my choice of game that I will spend four hours on. I would much rather play Catan or or um, you know, uh, I guess that's the only super long game that we have. Obviously, I'd rather play Catan. So I I have it as a C. It's fine. What do you guys think? I have it as an A. I love a good game of Risk. Um, you I definitely under- you definitely own Risk, right? No, I don't own it. Oh I wow, that actually surprises me. I have Risk on my phone though, so I guess you I play. Uh, occasionally, I just play against computers because I don't have that much. Like some days, I'm just not into committing yeah. to like an eight. Yeah, and then if you want to quit, like three moves in, like yeah. Then I feel like an asshole. Like the computer has no feelings. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. But like if I'm in the mood for a good good game of risk, I do love playing. But I understand that if you want to sit down and not play a four hour game, that's also your prerogative as well. Neek. I put it as an F because it's way too long of a game. Okay. When I played as a kid, it took so long. The way I would play it is you have to again, you have to modify the rules to speed up the game. Because you don't want to sit there for forever, especially if you're playing with people who know what they're doing. So F tier, unfortunately. There was one summer. I worked at a uh, a bougie-ass summer camp out, out east. We had Wednesdays off. We played Risk, I think, for like every Wednesday. And we would play like three, four-hour games. In a row? Um, Sometimes. And we would just like order a pizza and just play for play for an entire day. And it was a great time. But also, I understand if you don't want to sit there for four hours and play a game of Risk. Can we put it in the C tier? Because that's between A and F. That's perfect. That seems like it panned out quite well. Um, Okay. So what happened here behind the curtain is I was delaying Mahjong because I want to read more about Mahjong. I have played Mahjong a couple times. So we we used to do this ski, uh, ski skate day at my school growing up during that time of year this is like right after we have this academic fair and everyone presents like some research or some like paper or whatever uh at, right after this we we get like a day off and we all go to snow we all went to Snowstar in andalusia illinois which is the closest ski resort well the ski resort is relative we're in fucking illinois so like a hill That's yeah it's like a handful of hills and fake snow I don't like skiing. I, it's, just, it's not my thing. Winter sports are not my thing. So I would stay inside. And during this time, we got really into Mahjong. This might have been like seventh grade. We got super into actual Mahjong. Not like the thing that you play on the computer, which is not quite the same. Uh, that's just like a matching game, basically. But there's like a, so many rules to Mahjong. And I'm trying to like read them all and try to figure out what's happening to... I see uh, wind tiles, dragon tiles, flower tiles. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, you can build a wall. There's a whole seating arrangement here, north, south, east, west. There's dice involved that I didn't realize. I just don't remember. It was at this point, that must have been almost 15 years ago. And I just know that like there's a subset of people that are very, very invested in Mahjong. And it's like, I bet they have like underground Mahjong rings like poker. And I like feel like people die at those things. So I think it's very serious. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is just something I'm envisioning. But I feel like in like some grimy basement in, in some Chinatown, they definitely play Mahjong. And I think it gets very serious. I visit, a, I have it as a B. Because I, I think it's very exciting and I want to be a Mahjong player. Um, I also had it as a B, even though I've never played it. It's been on my list of games to play. And I know my friends who have played it rave about it. So um, excited to try that. We should, we should do 
instead of a, a, a like a monthly poker tournament, we should do a monthly mahjong tournament. We should definitely do that, or a I monthly mahjong much. game. I have exactly zero experience with mahjong, so uh, I just have it as a C. Okay, well then it's going to be a B. All right. So screw you. Okay, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> okay, we're going to move to a late addition to this list because what had happened was we originally had Jenga and then we found out that Jenga is not officially considered a board game because there is no official board, which makes sense. There is a tower. It is a skill game. And that's all it said on the internet. So we replaced it with something that probably should have been there, to be honest, uh, Othello or Reversi or Go, many names. It's a very, very old game. And I have experienced playing this particular game at the Bettendorf Public Library. I'm, I'm so good at triangulating exactly who I am and what I did as a, growing up. At the Bettendorf Public Library, we used to go in Iowa. We used to go to the... Did you guys do this in, in school where you like went to the library to like get a book for your like monthly reading? Because we did that every single month. And then we had to do like a book report. I, th I think we did, maybe it wasn't every month, but I do remember going to the school library and then they would no, give I'm us, I'm talking you know, about like the public library. Oh, no, we never went to the public library. We just went uh, to whatever the small school library and then, you know, looked at books there. Same. Oh, so we went, we got, like, that was a field trip day. We got. Um, that sounds way cooler than going to the school library. Yeah. And then there would be a book talk. So like one of the, one of the teen librarians or one of the uh, young adult librarians, young adult um, literature librarians would um, do like a book talk. I guess it, this game was invented in Japan, by the way. Originally in 1883, that seems late. Whatever. Either way. So yeah, so they, so Bendorf Public Library, we like did our thing. We got our book that we were going to do our book report on. And then we went to the, the public library cafe where we got a $4.50 coffee, which no... 12 year old should be having because this Wait, is you mean you you bought a four dollar fifty cent coffee yeah you as... bet your ass i did you bet your ass i did and then they had a reverse table in the corner and if you raced everybody to get there and you got a spot you were in there you were playing and that is my experience with reverse and nostalgia has me at a seat after all of that. I like Othello. Uh, and we called it Othello growing up. Mm -hmm. Great game. It's pretty fun to play. I used to play it with my mother. But yeah, C is about where it belongs. I also have this to see. Uh, I also played it on um, the internet. Like there was, some, there was some internet. Well, they have not even the internet. I think it was it, depending on which like Microsoft games pack you had. It might have been one of the options there too. I just Maybe. played pinball. I also played a lot of pinball. Okay. We are moving to uh, Pictionary, I guess. Yuck. Nick, are you also a yuck? No, I have his name. Oh, my but that, God. But that's only because I'm very good at Pictionary. Pictionary and be, like, I, I'm a terrible artist, and I can't draw. But I, I just, I'm, I'm very good at Pictionary. Last time I played Pictionary was with uh, my brother, and we played against my parents at a holiday event, and and we crushed them. It wasn't even close. So like you and him versus them? Yeah, it wasn't that, even close. That's because you have that twin telepathy. That's also a possibility. But like, I would draw like a line, and then my brother would guess it. And it was yeah, amazing. but he's also he's also like good at games like that too. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good point. But I played with other people too. Um, it's just it's just a fun game. You don't have to be a, a, a good artist or anything yeah, like that's that. True. I uh, do and, like, and, and they have and they have fun prompts too. And there's mm -hmm. always once in a while you get something that is literally impossible to draw, um, and that's always fun to see people kind of struggle through that. Uh, I don't particularly like Pictionary. Uh, I put it as a C. I put it as a D. I just don't like the game. Any game that requires you that relies upon your skill to draw. 
I mean, you don't have to be good, but if you're like a really bad artist, like you can't be good at Pictionary. Kyle, I don't think you understand. I'm a terrible artist. No, I mean, like, there's no way you're worse than I am. Like, I can't draw like a straight line. I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. Uh, okay. Uh, what did you What did you put? A. Yeah, well, it's not going to go higher than a. It's definitely not going to go close to an A. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like a C is solid. I feel like a C is acceptable. Right. How strongly do you feel about Pictionary, Nick? No, that's fine. We can drop it. Uh, we are going to uh, Scattergories, which is, I think, a really good like family party game or like a family game. This is this is one of those that I think is like a really solid family. Everyone can be involved. Everyone can be involved, pretty much. Like you can even have kids that like they can pretty much figure it out. Uh, Scattergories obviously is there's a list of stuff and then you roll a letter and we're there. And you got the timer to and whoever gets the most of like of that list. There's some that end up being bullshit. Like people do like things to do on a rainy day and it's like read. I'm like, but you could read no matter what. So like that's kind of just like a an activity. Do you ever play it play it where you get double points if you use two words yep. with the same letter? Yep. So that's the worst when someone has to pick two words or three words that definitely do not match up. And then whoever is kind of in charge of the game is just lax and gives them two or three points. Yeah. Well, the the key is like when you get like car and then you can do like Rolls Royce or something. And then yeah. we're in there. Like that one's obvious. Like th- those kind like of ones. Chevy, Chevy Camaro. Chevy Camaro. Like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think it's like a really solid party game. I have it as a B. I also have it as a B. Kyle and I used to play together all the time. Yes. Um, I have it as an A. I think it's really fun. Okay. Um, okay. I like that it rewards creativity and cleverness by the double points. Um, half the fun is debating whether or not your answer is applicable. Yeah, um, that's true. That's always entertaining to see how many leaps of logic you can get some people to believe in. Yeah, and, uh, I, and I don't know if this is part of the regular game, Kyle, or just the way we would play, but if you had the same answer as somebody else, you get no points. Yes, that's true. That's definitely believe, a rule. That's actually an official rule. Yeah, I believe that's an official rule. So it's fun. To, it's fun to see how how weird and how clever of answers. Yeah. You so because you don't have that much time to think about whether you. But like to think of something obscure that no one's going to guess. Yeah. But also you're trying to balance that with actually getting stuff shit on the page. So, yeah. so I, I like it. It's an A. I, I have it as an A. I can B is a prime. I, I mean, we may move it. I'm open to moving it to an A depending on how our, our, our tier list looks at the end. I'm also open to bumping it up. Okay. I, I'm, I'm unsure how many of the rest where like where the rest of these games are going to go. I think, uh, Scrabble is next on my list. Scrabble has nostalgia to me. Uh, I used to play Scrabble with my uh, with my mom and my sister regularly, and my mom is very annoying to play Scrabble with at that time because that was before the advent of quickly googling things on your phone. Uh, my mom still doesn't quickly Google things on her phone, but she googles uh, things. She would now Google the the word, yeah we used to sit down with like an actual, like full ass dictionary. Jeez. I like Scrabble and I liked the, the digitization of Scrabble and going to app form and words with friends. And it's, it's the most iconic word game for sure. So I put it as a B. I have it as a C. It's a, it's a good game. I mean, I'm, between C and B with it, I like the digitization of it better just because it's just easier to handle. And like Scrabble can take a while, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Like you can play at, at your pace and play as you go. But yeah, it's, I mean, concept's good. Requires you to think. I like that. I like that a lot. I like strategy games. So I, I BRC would be fine with me. I put it as a C. That's just because I'm not good at it because I'm not good at reading or spelling. You just memorized a lot of words. And then, and the thing is too, if you play with someone good, they're going to know all hundred two letter words or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to smoke you. And then they're just going to go put everything on the double, triple word score and you're going to be toast. 
Um, one thing that's very interesting, though, is I watched, once watched, it was a documentary on YouTube about the Scrabble World Championships. And these people are very into Scrabble. And basically, if you, if you watch anything on ESPN and you're watching highlights of a Super Bowl or something like that, and you see some player walking through, you know, the last play of the game where maybe they scored a touchdown or won the championship or whatever, they have these people walk through the board of when they won their national championship or when they blew it and what the, like what the wordplay was, what was on their board and like what mistakes they might've made, which was actually very interesting to watch. But yeah, I think it's uh, just an average game. Not the, not the first one I would pick if I'm going to go ahead and select a board game. to play. Yeah, I haven't, I definitely haven't played Scrabble in many years. B or C either is fine to me. Let's uh, let's put it in C for now because two of us had it in C, and then we can yeah, we, uh, can, re- we can reeval. Uh, we're gonna go to the game of life. What I have the game of life as a B. Okay, I like the game of life. Okay, I mean now it's a little depressing because it's like ooh, this kind of really hits home. But as as a youth growing up, I had a blast playing the game of life. Okay, uh, I also had a blast playing the game. I put it as a C. Like Kyle was saying, it was a bit it's a bit different playing that game now because you're like, oh great, I got this job making thirty thousand dollars. I'm gonna go buy a house right after <laughs> I get married. Like that doesn't you can't do that these days. This is not like, real life. This is not real. You can only you can only put what you're gonna put four kids in your car. Uh yeah, that's if you, true. You, if you have yep. you and your spouse. Yep. I think get as many kids as you can get and have like a tow along van. They're they're limiting children on their possible career paths by only giving like eight different options. There's a lot of stuff you can do nowadays. They need to update it. They need to update it and have like YouTuber or influencer uh, for like the millennial version of life. And then you you start out in like $120,000 of debt if you went to school. Well, that that would be interesting. I would play that. Well, guess what? And then see, see if you can make it to retirement or if you have to work until you're 80 or 90. Well, guess what? They released the Game of Life 2 last year. Oh. I didn't know that. Uh, it's digital, obviously, now, because everything's digital now. It's on Steam and stuff. I don't really like life. I had it as a D. So it's probably going to end up in a C, because I think we have a BCD uh, combo here. Uh, it might have been because our specific life thing, the, the spinner kept breaking. Because it had like the spinner, right? Oh, that's just a part of the game of life is things. And it just like fucking flies off everywhere. Every time you spin it with anything more like anything more than two fingers. Like if you actually send it, it just flies off into the corner of the room. Yeah, Don't you have to pay a fine in the game? Yeah, yeah. But it falls off. It fell off every fucking time. You just got to get better. I was fucking broke. That's life. Life hits you hard, man. Okay, thanks. Like games. You can't blow yourself up by your bootstraps. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh so c is fine yeah that's fine bang yeah. average life that's what we're trying to live uh okay we are going to go to trivial pursuit now i'm going to withhold my opinions on trivial pursuit because it's well documented how much i just like trivia i live for trivia i also okay. love trivia so i have trivial pursuit as an a so here's the situation Nick knows a lot of things, but he doesn't like Trivial Pursuit. No, that's not <laughs> the case. Even though I don't know the questions on there because it's like uh, more academic stuff. But I love trivia. I love going to bar trivia. But the Trivial Pursuits, at least all the versions I've played, I mean, you're, you're stuck with the same questions. If you play the game enough times, you're going to know all the answers. I don't think a lot of the questions are, you know, there's not enough variety for me. So I put it as a D and you have to deal, you have to, you have to deal with, you know, rolling, like rolling the dice and making sure you land on the right spots and stuff. Like, I just want to answer questions and have a good time. Uh, I actually, I, the reason that I didn't put it as an S, which would be on brand for me because trivia is so much of my life that I've been to bar trivia three times this week in four days. The only reason I didn't put it as an S game is because of the you learn the questions also the questions in trivial pursuit like a lot of the time are like really hard or really easy there's almost no in between definitely so there was a trivial pursuit game 
So this will give you context. Of There was a Michael Jordan question in the Trivial Pursuit game where the question was about his retirement. But it was talking about the first retirement. Like that's how old that game, that game was. Um, And so I answered the question. I don't remember what the question was, but I answered as if he retired from the wizards. Yes. But the question was asking about his first retirement with the bulls because I didn't realize what year the game came out. Uh, I saw, I had that happen with tennis one time. The game came out and it was something like who had the most weeks at number one or something, or had the most grand slams or something like that. And it was Pete. And I think it was Pete. And then later on, it was like, oh, no, I know the answer. But the game came out way earlier. So the answer was wrong. Oh, so it wasn't Pete. It was it was pre-Pete. I, I can't I can't remember exactly who it was. It could but have they, been. It definitely could have been pre-Pete because Pete. Well, I don't remember when he whoever whoever answered was the correct answer at that time. But when the game was made, it was yeah. earlier. So I got well, the question. Yeah, if you answered Roger, that would have been. Roger broke that in like 2000, 2000 11 or 12 yeah, so that, because that he beat the, Andy. That's not, yeah, that wasn't the exact example, but we'll say that. We'll say yeah. I said Roger and then it was, yeah. it was that wasn't the answer. He beat Andy in a classic Wimbledon final. 16-14 in the 2002 in the was Pete's last. P- 2002 was Pete's last slam. Yeah. There you go. So we're, we're on a first day basis with all these tennis players that I guarantee that half of our audience does not know. So that was that was a side anecdote that may have not that may have gone over half of our audience's head. That would be Pete Sampras. Pete Sampras, Roger Federer, Andy Roddick. Okay, so Trivial Pursuit goes into I guess I can put it as a B. That's okay. Okay. Because we we had two A's and then and then Nick flunked us basically. Yeah, yeah, we can do a B. That's fine. Uh, Okay, we're gonna move to Twister which is kind of a weird board game because it's like not quite a board. This is, this is like one of those like middle and high school, like let's get kind of weird, but not actually weird. But let's try to touch each other in weird places without actually, without actually like acknowledging it. Yeah, exactly. I'm very bad at Twister because I'm not flexible at all. And I look like a fucking moron playing Twister. And I don't enjoy Twister. And I failed Twister. I also failed Twister. Oh my! I, I put it as a B just because I have a lot of fond memories playing Twister um, in I high school. What just at parties play with your brother doesn't mean no. I played with people <laughs> who were not my brother. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything else. I don't think I have anything else to say about that. Uh, uh, Twister I don't sucks. Love. Like Twister, like really sucks. Like it's like a. a a porn plot almost that Twister exists. Like, yeah, there is one hundred percent Twister porn. Oh, I'm sure there. Yeah, is. we gotta we gotta check that out later. We gotta Google that. Uh, you've got to check that out later. I'm not going. No, I'm not stuff. doing. I'm not doing this by myself. <laughs> what do you want to do? do? Sit That's in a room together and do it together. No, you, you do it separately. About? So we we all look at the same thing separately. So then it's it's not what, as like, weird. So and then, and then, and then the I don't feel very weird. So we need to go. We need to find a link and text each other the link. Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to commit to that, but that's fine. I, I'm not going to commit to that either, but... Um... Okay, nobody is committing to it. <laughs> you started the idea. You started it. No, I I'll... didn't say it. That was, that was one of you. <laughs> Go back you... and check the recording. I did not say... <laughs> but you oh, did there's... say But you did say we should find it. <laughs> no, I did say that. I'll, I'll admit to that. But the and highest believe... I'll let Twister go is a D. You're the one who said, I'm not doing this alone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to do that alone. The highest still goes to D. That's all I'll say. Yeah, that yeah, that's fine. We're lucky we got, it got up to it. I feel like that's a, that's a game that everybody has probably played in their middle school or high school years. Mm-hmm. And then definitely, has not played de- since. Yeah, definitely people of the opposite sex. And it's kind of like, oh my god. Yeah, gosh, that's the entire that, point of the game. Yeah, that, that one really cute person's playing Twister. Maybe... She'll put left hand, left hand green. I'll put my my right leg <laughs> yellow, and then maybe our hands will touch, or we'll like bump, bo- or we'll like bump booties or something. I like thought that. that was going an entirely different. <laughs> no, we're keeping it clean. This is a well. Are we PG-13 keeping it clean? Show. No, you said some bad words earlier. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. We got two games left. We're gonna go with Ticket to Ride, which I learned 
right before we started the show that none of us have played, even though it's like a pretty popular game. It's a Beatles song. Thanks, Ringo. Right? (laughs) You never heard that song? I don't like the Beatles. Um, Wow. And I just, we just got canceled. Okay. I, I Googled Ticket to Ride. With elegantly simple gameplay, Ticket to Ride can be learned in under 15 minutes. Players collect cards of various types of train cars and then use, use them to claim railway routes. The longer the routes, the more points they earn. So basically, you're supposed to uh, build longest road. Oh, okay. Uh, I really want to play. Uh, people really hype this game a lot, and I really want to play, and I'm excited for it, so I'm excitedly putting it as a B. I have it as a C just because I've never played, but I, it's one of those games that's on my list that like one day I'd like to play. To it, the point like, where I'm considering buying it so that we can play the next time we have a board game. Then. I also put it as a C because I like trains. You like trains, um, but you put it as a C. I've never played the game. This is one of the games that it's like disappointing that I haven't played before. I think we should put it as a B. That's just my opinion. Okay. Man. Okay. I'll allow it. Uh, okay, our last game is Yahtzee. And I've never played Yahtzee. I've played like the little handheld version of Yahtzee while I poop. Well, that's about it. Okay. And? It's fine. It's a good poop game. It's a good poop game. All right. I mean, yeah. that's just that's something. People say Yahtzee a lot as like a thing. So when you, when you play this game on your phone, Kyle, do you have to shake the phone to get the, the dice to roll? Or do you just kind of like roll your finger on the screen? Um, I haven't played it in a while. I've picked up uh, some new games, but I think you just either you either tap on the screen or you can shake your phone. Yeah, Yahtzee sucks. It's a D. I have it as a D as well. Okay, I didn't even. I, I think I put it as a D as well, but to the point where I I just like forgot. So I'd I'd like pre done this, and then I accidentally cleared it. So I was going off full memory. But Yahtzee is so meaningless to me that I don't even remember where I ranked it or if I ranked it. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, Milton Bradley fucked up on that one. Okay, Milton, Yahtzee, oh. Yahtzee is a D. You tell them how you really feel. I think we should move some games up. Okay. Because this is where we stand now. We have one S game, which is Catan, which is immovable. We have two A games, Codenames and Chess. In B, we have Clue, Connect 4, Mahjong, Scategories, Trivial Pursuit, and Ticket to Ride. In C, we have Dominoes, Risk, uh, Othello, Pictionary, Scrabble, and Life. We have five games in D. Backgammon, Battleship, Checkers, Twister, and Yahtzee. And then we have Monopoly as our only F game. You got to bump up Scattergories okay, for sure. Okay, fine. Day. I'm committed. Right. I'm fine with that. That's cool. Uh, is there any any idea to fail some of these D games? Battleship, Backgammon, Checkers, Twister, Yahtzee. I mean, there's. I strongly want to fail Twister. I, I'm on board with Twister. That was my F. Oh, man. Um. No, I feel like that's like that. It's like a, it's more of a cultural thing. Like you can't fail it, right? Like everyone's played that game. It's always in movies and stuff like that. Eddie Everyone, Murphy, everyone's Eddie, played Eddie, Monopoly. Eddie, we fucked it. Eddie, we flunked the shit. Eddie out of Murphy that. has a great bit about Twister where he was saying that like he couldn't afford clothes back in the day when he was a kid, and they just had toys. So he used to wrap himself up in the Twister mat, and they'd go to school, and all the kids would beat him up and be like, "Right hand blue, left foot red." You want to tell make it a game? And Eddie Murphy's the goat, so we got to put it in the D tier. Do you want to fail Yahtzee? Do we have to fail another game? We don't have to, but I but I want to move chess. Yeah, we up can to fail S. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. I just want to move chess up to to S. That's what I really want. That's what we I want. Can't we 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 should move chess up to S? Yes. We have two S's, two A's, five B's, six C's, four D's, and an F. That's where we stand. Oh, five D's and an F. Twister should be enough. Yeah, I don't think we're going to win that, even though I guess I think we should, but it's fine. That's no, fine. No, let, let's put an F. Come on. I'll, I'll concede. Let's go. We can wear anybody down. <laughs> uh, two S's, two A's, five B's, six C's, four D's, and two F's. Are we okay with that? I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're in good shape. Okay, so our official tier list 
for board games. These 21 games that are not exhaustive, and you can tell us which games we forgot, and then we will probably agree with you that we forgot them. Uh, we have in our S tier, we have Catan and Chess. In our A tier, we have Code Names and Scategories. In our B tier, we have Clue, Connect Four, Mahjong, Trivial Pursuit, and Ticket to Ride. In our C tier, we have Dominoes, Risk, Othello, Pictionary, Scrabble, and Life. In our D tier, we have Backgammon, Battleship, Checkers, and Yahtzee. In our F tier, we have Monopoly and Twister. And that is where we are. And that is board games. Okay, uh, that'll be it for us today. Next week, we will be doing cookout food. So that's going to be exciting. Stuff that you bring to your family barbecue. Until then, Nick, please send us out. All right. So do you agree with our list or do you disagree? What do you think we got right and got wrong? What could we have done differently? So please go ahead and roast us in our social media. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at rank you next. That is rank the letter U and then next. If you want to support our channel financially, you can find us on Patreon. We have a few different levels available for our Patreon subscribers and now we are also on Apple Podcasts. So if you like the show, you want to give us a rating, go ahead and rate us on there. And as always, we'll be posting our tier maker list on social media as well. So if you want to follow along with us, give your own rankings and add to our community ranking list and let us know how we did and what you think, go ahead and do so. And with that, we appreciate your support again, uh, particularly from our listeners in Canada. Shout out to you guys, and uh, we will see you next week. All also, right. Shout out to our American viewers because apparently Nick hates them. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I love our American viewers too. You know, we just got to okay. quit while we're ahead. Quit while we're ahead. Bye bye. Bye.